Well, hey there. Thank you so much for joining us today on Coach's Corner. My name is Jeremiah Rabel, and I am a coach uh, for the AB NABT District. And I'm just excited to be with you here today. We are looking um, towards the fall of 2021. Now, this has been a crazy year with the pandemic since 2020, and churches have uh, basically been under uh, restrictions for, for such a long time. And of course, it varies from province to province and municipality to municipality. But the truth is, we've all experienced a limitation in what we're able to do in terms of our physical gathering. And so, as things begin to roll out and we begin to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel, what what could the future look like for the church? Now, one of the things that we as coaches are challenging our churches to do is to think like a church planter, to think like a church planter. It's very different uh, mindset than just kind of reopening. And again, many of our churches have had to, you know, kind of reopen and then they had to limit and then they reopened again. And and what we're talking about here isn't just simply kind of reopening under, under um, you know, some of the limitations, but it's actually scrapping the whole thing, <laughs> starting fresh, looking to the fall and saying, okay, so, you know, even though we are an existing church, what if we, what if we weren't a church? What if we didn't have a church and we had a building and, you know, we had a core group of people and we were going to launch in the fall of 2021, what would we need to do? What would need to happen? And as you begin to kind of think like that, right? Imagine yourself, uh, you know, you decided to go and plant a church. What would you need to do? How would you, what would you, who would you need to gather? What vision would you need to cast? And all these things um, begin to kind of come into play here as you begin to think like a church planter. Now, one of our coaches, John Albiston, recently did a, a short little talk about this. And I want to bring him in and dial that in so that you can listen to it. And then we'll revisit that in just a moment. So let's just listen to John Albiston talking about how do you think like a church planter. This fall, we're gonna see the best opportunity to reach our communities with the gospel than we've seen in the last 20 years. Why? Because people have been socially isolated for more than a year. By the time the fall arrives, a year and a half. They've basically been under house arrest. People are relationally starved, young and old, and they're looking for a connection. This fall, when the expected restrictions start coming down, we're going to be seeing a flood of relational demand. The question is, are those people looking for relationship going to be able to find it at your church? What we're encouraging pastors to do is to think like church planters, because in many ways we are like church planters. We've got a launch date planned for the fall, and we've got time to prepare for that. So what should we do first? Well, step number one, which should be kind of obvious, is to seek the Lord. To do that, the first thing we need to do is to start in prayer. Now, what I encourage you to do is to think about three different types of prayer. One is to pray to know the heart of God. We need to know how God feels about your community to realize that God loves those people so much that he sent his own son to die for them, that God's great heart breaks for the people in your community. If we are going to be faithful followers, we need to feel that same brokenness. 
our heart needs to bleed compassion for our communities. We also need to pray to know God's power. Too often, we think of the gifts of the Spirit as toys in a toy box to be used for our amusement, but they're not. They're tools in a toolbox to accomplish a job. Think about Acts 1.8, when Jesus said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. God gives us those gifts, that spirit empowerment in order to make a difference. We also need to pray to know God's mind. If we're going to be putting together some plans and strategies, we need to know the plans and the strategies of God. We need to invite God into this process so he guides us and directs us as we plan to move forward. Now we need to prayerfully start drawing up our plans. And our plans for the fall should be wrapped around our understanding of the basic discipleship journey. What is it that we want to happen this fall? We want people in our community who don't know God, who don't care about God, to go through this process of spiritual transformation so that they have the heart of Christ, the mind of Christ, the character of Christ, the priorities of Christ, and the mission of Christ. Well, we need to think that through and develop our plans and our systems so that happens. So step one, how do people in our community even know that we exist? When that relational demand hits, are they going to even know that they could possibly turn to your church? Then why should they care? What is it that your church is offering them that they can't get somewhere else? What kind of message of hope? What kind of message of life? What kind of message of transformation are you going to communicate to them? Then what happens if they show up? Are they just getting a fake Walmart greeting? Or are there people actually trained to engage them, to connect with them? What happens when the service starts? Do they even understand the words that are coming out of our mouths? Are they going to hear the gospel? And if they hear the gospel, do we give them an opportunity to respond? And if they respond, what's our follow-up plan? How are we going to get them connected? How do we get them to volunteer? How do we get them into our discipleship path? How do we get them into small groups? We need to draw plans so we know what's going to happen. What do we want to have happen to those newcomers? How are we going to move them from spiritual immaturity to maturity? Once we have our plans, next it's time to hit our people and cast vision. You already have the troops. Now is the time to rally them. You don't want to wait till the fall. This is the time to move. Well, what is it that your people need to know? Well, there's certain core truths that they need to understand at a deep heart level. One, they need to know that they were created on purpose for a purpose, that their life has meaning because their life has an author. They need to understand that Jesus' principal challenge to us was not to admire me or to study me, but to follow me. That the Christian religion is a religion of action. They need to understand the gospel in that they're not just saved from a life of sin, but they're saved for a life of impact. They need to understand that although the world promises us a life of comfort, Christ promises us a life of consequence, lives that make a difference, lives that make an impact. Now, we only have four months before the fall arrives. This isn't the time to dilly-dally. This is the time to cast vision. Then we need to actually start building these teams. 
what are the teams your church are going to need to be able to take advantage of this harvest that's coming in the fall? Well, you're going to need a welcome team. Again, not just people who smile and hand out bulletins, but people who are actually trained to connect to people so that when someone visits your church, someone has a real one-on-one conversation with them. You're going to have to train your service teams. You might have been doing everything online for the last year. Now it's time to get things ready so you're doing things in person. You're going to have to train a connection team, and you may have never had this before. But when someone hears what you have to say and they expose the gospel, you need to have some easy and obvious way how they can, on that Sunday, join a small group. How they can, on that Sunday, start volunteering. That there's somebody specific that they can find and that they can talk to. And you're going to have to train your small group leaders. Give them the training. Give them the tools so they're going to be able to accomplish the job. In conclusion, never in our generation has our community been more of need of the gospel. Never in our generation have we been given a better opportunity to reach them with the gospel. And for a time such as this, God has chosen you and your team to make a difference. So now that you've taken that in, now it's time to get busy. I mean, you've got a couple of months now to think through and begin to plan for your fall relaunch. And what's that going to look like for you? So start with prayer. Start with prayer. Canvas the neighborhood. Get people to pray. What is God saying to you specifically about who you're called to reach in that community? Get a burden for that community once again. I mean, many of you have done such an amazing job at serving so faithfully. And what is God saying to you fresh at this time? And then begin to cast vision to your church. You know, take the summer series and talk about the purpose of the church and the and and you know the purpose of of Jesus Christ saving us all. And what does that mean to be to be a new creation? And you know, I'm not just saved some, from something; I'm saved for a life of impact and purpose. And then begin to build your teams and and think that whole process through. You know, how does somebody find you? What happens when they do find you? Uh, you know. Just go step by step by step by step all the way through that process. And as you think again, like, okay, not just going back to something, but hey, we have a chance here to plant fresh, to plant new. Um, I want to, I just really believe that you're here for such a time as this. And if you can wrap your mind around thinking like a church planter, uh, don't just think like an established church. Don't just think like you're going back, but you have the opportunity right in front of you. It's almost like a, a blank slate, if you will. You have the opportunity right in front of you to relaunch your church, re-engage your community in a fresh way, and 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 redo in a lot of ways some of the things that might have been tired or are just not working. And here you have a great opportunity. So think like a church planter pastor, and we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to be able to help you in any way that we can to formulate um, that strategy moving forward into the fall. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next time.